and right now, an interview. And I think he's hearing us right here as we stare at him. He's got some of the best hair in the business. And I think he's ready for his close-up. I think, he, I think he's ready to come on in. Good sir. Good sir. Put that headset on. Pull up a chair. Pull up a chair. You pop the headset on your head. Look, you even have a water bottle with my face on it, staring you right in the face. Look at that. Dan K. Show. you got to merchandise everything, okay? Everything's a sale point. You're always trying to sell. Introduce yourself to the folks around hashtag USPHL Nation, please, sir. Oh, how's it going, USPHL? Uh, I'm Dominic DeChico, the head coach of the San Diego Sabres. Now, Dom DeChico, first of all, you're coaching the San Diego Sabres, but, but you're an East Coast guy. You, you came from this side of the country here, so you're used to this cold weather. You bring the boys over. Talk about kind of your background. How'd you get into the game coaching here? Uh, how'd I get into the game coaching? Yeah, said, how'd sorry. you get into it? Yeah, your background. Uh, yeah, no, it. my uh, playing career was done. Took about uh, two years off. Uh, ended a little early due to injuries and, uh, you know, wanted, wanted to give back to the game that gave so much and helped these kids out. So here we are. You're in the San Diego Sabres. Not only do you guys have some of the silkiest unis in the world, you're coming off a 4-1 victory there. Got yep. the W. It's a good game. The San Diego Sabres organization, talk to me a little bit about it and, and kind of the, for the folks at home, kind of lay out what, it, what makes the San Diego Sabres organization. What's going on out there in San Diego? Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, second year in the league. So last year was definitely a learning curve coming from the WSHL, uh, my first year with the program. Um, but, you know, after we went down to the Hub City last year, saw a lot of the East Coast teams, Midwest teams, so got a good look at everybody in the league. And, uh, you know, after seeing that, definitely spent some time recruiting this, this summer, got a couple good guys, uh, you know, dove into the international market a bit, actually took a trip out to Sweden, and uh, got, a, got a couple good players here for us. Uh, coming from all over so team's playing well right now and you guys have put together a squad man you had a great game against Chicago just got edged out at the end of that one you get the win and in this one against the Hershey Cubs it's been a it's been a hard fought weekend for you guys you've been battling how are the boys feeling here after this one is it was this the final one of the weekend uh no we actually have one more tomorrow at uh, tomorrow. 8 a.m I believe it is yeah 5 a.m local time yeah, 5 a.m. 5 a.m. <laughs> all the time. folks in San Diego He's, uh, are ready to wake up. Yeah, yeah. The, it's a little early for my guys, I think. So we'll see. The good news is, though, for TV purposes, they're going to get to watch the game and still go to work. They don't got to miss the work day at all. They <laughs> can, they can wake up at 5 a.m., they get the game in, and they get going. How do you get a team ready for a 5 a.m. puck drop? You know what I mean? How, how do you get the boys going? What's the plan here? Uh, definitely preparation tonight. Going to do some video tonight and then, uh, you know, get them to bed early get, and get them up early tomorrow going. That's it, man. You just got to wake them up. Lucas, what do you got for Coach DeChico? I mean, we, we've gotten to watch a, a lot of your games this weekend. And like we say, it's always great to, to be able to see these teams that, you know, are, are a little farther away from us finally get under one roof. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I want to find out what your reaction to this event has been so far. I mean, I know you've got the early start left tomorrow, but just talk about your experience here playing teams you might not have got a chance to play and what it's like being under one roof. Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, you know, it's good playing playing other teams, right? You always play the same, you know, five, six, seven teams, whatever it is, over and over again. You know, you're always looking for somebody new, right? So, um, you know, it's definitely good to go out and play play some teams from the East Coast here. Um, get a little, it's a different, little different feel to the game too. You know, um, overall the event's been awesome. I mean, uh, you know, it's great for the college coaches and everything like that. Great for the guys to play in front of those. But uh, you know, the league's done a great job putting everything together. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, it's been fun for us. I know a lot of coaches have had a, you know, a lot of awesome things to say so far about the event. And, and I, I guess my, my other question for you is you, have you been, I, I shouldn't say the word happy, but how have you responded to some of that competition? Talk through the performance that the guys have put out there on the ice against some of the teams you played. Yeah, um, I think today was our best game out here so far. Um, Friday we played uh, the advantage, we beat them, but uh, took, took a little bit of time off during the game there, let them battle back into it. Yep. Um, yesterday was uh, Buffalo played us hard. Uh, you know, I think my guys could have responded a little bit better, but uh, you know they bounced back today, and that's what's important. That's it, man, and that's what a showcase is all about, exactly. right? You play four games in three days. It's so you're always gonna have. We always call it showcase energy. Yeah. Right. You have a you have a, you have a situation like Palm Beach beats Lake Tahoe. Yep. Lake Tahoe four hours later takes the ice against the rested Metro Jet side and beats them two one. Yeah. You know, and you look at it. You look at the power rankings and you say, well, well, that doesn't make sense, right? And it, but it's showcase energy. It's the idea that any given night the target might be on you. You might be the bounce back team. You might be the team that coming off of a bad loss, a squad comes together and says, we got to give it our all. And if, if you have that lapse, if you have that moment, you can get snuck up on. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, I tell my guys all the time, you know, any given day, any team can win, you know, regardless of records or, you know, where you're at in the standings or anything like that. So it's uh Love that jacket, by the way. Come yeah. on, it's <laughs> To tell you what, it matches the hair. Got, we, you does, got, you got to get yourself one now. Now we got to get the flashiness, man. You're playing down in San Diego. San Diego. It's San Diego, I believe. It's Spanish it's, for good yeah. hockey team. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly what it is. is. That exactly yeah. what it is. That's exactly what Scholars it is. say the translation's been lost in time, but what hasn't been lost is is your ability to kind of bring together this team. You're a younger coach, man, and and I always love a coach that I always say closer to the ice. That's how I kind of phrase it, right? A coach is close to the ice. Like, as the years go on, it doesn't mean you're not a great coach as years go on, but it means that the, the game changes every couple of oh, years, right? Sure, and as yeah. we move on, talk about how you use that kind of, how you use your age to your advantage, right? And your kind of understanding of what these gentlemen are not just going through on the ice, but off the ice as, as growing men here, as people. Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I try and keep a good relationship with my guys. You know, I run an open-door policy. You know, if they need to talk about something or anything like that, they're always welcome. Um, you know, it's it's definitely different, the game, from, you know, even when I played not too long ago versus now. But, um, you know, the the small details, they're the things that stay consistent. You always have to do yep. those. So that's, that's what we harp on. And that's what it's all about. And, I mean, you look at it, it – there are just some moments, right, where, where it's, it's nice to have a guy that you feel like, I, I'm having my trouble as a skater. I'm a forward. I'm a, I'm a defenseman. I'm a goaltender. I'm having my struggles. But I know I got a guy like yourself who you know, got a sense of humor, good dude, salt of the earth. And you know what? It, that's, what us, that's what us guys from the East Coast that's do, as, as the folks in San Diego the East see. Coast way. Come on. Where are you from in the East Coast? Uh, New, South Jersey. South, South New Jersey. Where at in South New Jersey? Um, actually, my home rink growing up was where Philadelphia Hockey Club plays out of. So you were in Holly Dell area? So I was at Holly Dell. Yeah. Come on. I'm Long Beach Island, guys. Oh, Long Beach okay. Island. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Long Beach, guys. So oh, not on. too far. This is what see, it's all about. The thing is, just South everyone, Jersey meets South Jersey. Everyone, <laughs> I have a theory that everyone starts in New Jersey and has just worked their way out from there because everywhere you go there's always a jersey guy somewhere yeah, everywhere, everywhere everywhere i love it it's uh it's always nice to meet a fellow fellow east coast guy especially out there on the west coast all right so if i were to describe to you let's let's talk oh, we always boy. jump into hockey for a second if i would describe to you a log of meat that is made of a pork product and it had a name 
Yeah. What and you would put it on like a bagel with like egg and, egg cheese. and cheese. Yeah. What would you call it? So I know what you're gonna call it as Long Beach Island guys, but down in South Jersey we call it pork roll. We call it pork roll too. Oh really? I know we North, North Jersey. Long Beach well, Island. We're on the same <laughs> side of the spectrum. I know, but normally the nor- the Northern Jersey guys call it Taylor Hand. We're not so North Jersey and Long I, Beach. I, well, I, for me, let you me are. draw From you where I map. grew up. You were. <laughs> we are like, South Jersey. I feel like <laughs> that is a is a South Jersey attitude where it's like Long Beach Island. You basically need like a passport to get to, and this is why I fully support. Not I don't. First of all, I don't believe in Central New Jersey. I'm with you. Here comes the king of the West Coast start time, Mr. Nick Cota, coming through here, coach of the <laughs> New Hampshire. Every single game has started at 8.30. Keep you, going. You either divide into north and south or the four system. And I think South Jersey goes all the way up until about Manahawken and Route 72. And that's, that's the Jersey Shore. That should be so, its own little section. But I still think it belongs in South Jersey. Yeah, see, so I, when I was in high school, we actually uh, I, we spent about a week in a psychology class splitting the state up in North and South Jersey, two separate states. Our cutoff line was Trenton. So if yeah, you were so Trenton, that's north of us, right? You're south. So, yeah, that, I guess that would be north of that's you guys, of right? We're yeah. South Jersey guys. Come on. Geography, not Mike Trump. Martin Truex Jr. was from our hometown. <laughs> Let's go. But, no, we look at this. I mean, it is pork roll, folks. Let me just explain to you for the podcast. It's going to be on Spotify and iTunes, so we've got to make sure all the people understand this. Oh, yeah, this. they're not going to understand Let me give you. It. So if you've not eaten pork roll for the folks <laughs> in San Diego, it's just a roll of pork, and that's what it is. And, and what it is is it was John Taylor, named John Taylor. Okay, Taylor so ham. John Taylor had a company. He had pigs, and he made ham. Okay, so John Taylor made his ham. So he called it Taylor's Ham, the company. The yep. ham was Taylor's Ham. Taylor's ham had all this extra meat. What are we going to do? Grind it up, put it into a log, make pork roll, make a roll of it. Sell it as Taylor Ham's pork roll. Next thing you know, this is what we're dealing with. This now, is what we're dealing this with. This is what exactly. we're dealing with. Now we've got to deal with the North people. They're like the North Jersey people saying, hey, Taylor Ham, it's yeah, pork roll. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's pork roll. Now, are you hoagie or subs? This is tough. Tough question for yeah, me because I'm, I'm, I love Wawa, so I want to say hoagie, but I do call it a submarine. Oh, uh, so yeah. Subs. Well, yeah, because I love Wawa, I've always called it a hoagie. I, I, I now <laughs> call it hoagies, but yeah. technically I used to call it subs, so I got to kind of count myself as a subs guy. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's I, I this actually, is the most Jersey podcast. <laughs> just put this on Jersey things. Yeah, That's really. I, I am Since I grew up in North Jersey, I'm a sub guy oh, before okay. I made the move down before to South did, Jersey. Yeah. So a little bit of cultural indoctrination I still haven't gotten rid of. Let's All get right. back into San Diego. Sure. Let's do this, okay? I'm a hockey player. Yeah. I'm trying to decide where to play hockey, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, sell, how in the world are you going to sell me on the lifestyle and the, the climate... <laughs> And the hockey playing atmosphere. How would the world just try for a second <laughs> to sell me on San Diego as a place for a young athlete to go further their hockey career? Yeah, so I mean, first things first, I always start with our rink's 10 minutes from the beach. So you can't beat that. Yep. We, uh, we have plenty of beach workouts. So just go hang out as a team at the beach, um, you know, barbecue up and stuff like that. Boys love that. Um, you know, weather-wise... You don't get anything that you deal with here. I know it snowed here in Boston. Uh, no snow what, in San Diego. No snow okay. in San Diego. Yeah. I, uh, I was missing every warm clothing that I could possibly need for up here. Um, but, you know, it, it's, you know we're, we're trying to build something, build, build it right. Um, you know, we have a great strength and conditioning coach, uh, Scott, at Resilient Strength and Conditioning. He does a great job with the boys. Um, you know, our rink's been good to us, so... We're, uh, you know, we're just looking to build for the future here and help these guys, you know, reach where they want to go. What is the future? That's the next question. I mean, 
do you see this uh, is is the the future for you? I always ask people what a win is, mm-hmm. right? Is a win on the ice? Is a win a national championship? Is a win getting the guy to the next level? In, in, is the win? I mean, what is it? What is it for you guys at San Diego? Yeah, so I mean, I think it's a combination of the things, right? You know, you want to, you know, first and foremost, you know, you want to develop the players. You want to help them get better, right, so that they can move on. Um, you know, and then obviously as an organization, you want to win games and, you know, ultimately try and win a championship. So um, we got some things in the works, you know, for the upcoming years and stuff like that. Not going to do any spoils or anything like that, but we're, uh, you know, we're, we're happy with where we're going right now. I like what you're saying. And, and you look at it, I mean, for the, for the scouts, for the coaches watching maybe around the rink, hanging out here on a Sunday night at the New England Sports Center, can you, Lucas, hopefully there's no ghosts on this podcast. Last time we know. hold on. Last time we taped. Last time we taped a podcast in this place was with Dan Hodge of the Twin City Thunder. Okay, and I'm I'm with Dan Hodge. No one around. No one anywhere. We taped okay. it in the corner that Josh Boyd is currently sitting. Josh Boyd is sitting in a haunted corner of this rink. We taped right where oh, he was, and out. no one else was here. Okay, and I felt cold during the interview. Felt cold. I knew I felt cold. And we were in the car driving home. Lucas is going through the audio, getting ready to post the thing online, and all of a sudden, scream scream just randomly in it we never heard it here at the rink but also because the microphone has directions you could hear the scream as it moved right across the front of the microphone so in your ear it goes from right to left so that's weird and i hope there's spooky. no ghost right here right now spooky if they are be. we're friendly people that's Very. it we and we're on the ghosts. podcast yeah what? give us casper are, is dan casio going to do ghost hunting now too oh, i don't know if we have the that's, technology for ghost we've got hunting. the technology oh, i mean you that's it, it. There's, excuse me, to. ladies and gentlemen, someone is walking yeah, so away with the go. trophy. Look at this um, guy. Somebody, and, and this is what you do. <laughs> you know, and this is why, you know, so many views on Spotify right now. We got the Rogan treatment. We were able to get the video yeah. content now on Spotify and iTunes. That's because you and guys are huge. And that's, we're huge. And, that, and that's a Jersey word right there, huge. That is. And, and you look at this guy, the commish. The commission, the only man, there's not one commissioner. You show me Gary Bettman. You show me Rob Manfred. You show me Roger Goodell. You show any of them, go driver off the tee, driver off the deck, putt with the driver from the fringe, and tap in with a driver for birdie on a par five. <laughs> Only commissioner I've ever seen do it. Uh, so that's the first time I heard that. I'm guessing that was in Tampa. That was in Tampa, yeah. and this guy can tear it really? off on the golf course. Absolutely right, I'll, have to, I'll have to go golfing one time with the commission. And he even power moved you by putting the trophy that you're competing for right in front of you. Yeah, I wouldn't you. touch I know, that. I Let me really move that out of your hope, way. Yeah, I'm not touching. I really hope we don't that uh, the middle of your go on a cold here. streak yeah. here. Otherwise, I'll I might be it. pretty upset we'll put, with I didn't Bob, have man. my gloves. Normally, I handle that with my white gloves. I got the handed out last year. Oh, I got the handed out. It was nice. This year, I would imagine that, that Mr. Commissioner would hand it out, but I did get to hand it out. It was pretty nice. I did you have the white gloves last year? I, uh, I did not. I should have had the white it's gloves. It's a rookie move. It is a rookie that move. That is a rookie it? move. I had a microphone, so I had the microphone uh, on one hand, trophy in the other. Why. I'm a big ham, so if I'm not talking, I just I don't make an appearance. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I got I, I'm the kind of guy that, like, I got to be billed number one. Like, right. I, I'm always the number one billing. It's like, it, it, that's why it's not the Lucas J show. That's, that's messed up. Speaking Honestly, of Jersey guys, we got more Jersey fine. guys coming here. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want this show named after him. He doesn't want that. I mean, well, I mean, with a jacket like that, I think you have to be the, the first billing, no? Right meow, yeah, I'd say so. How about you? What do you think? Oh. Now that he's let the cat out of the bag story-wise. <laughs> <laughs>
I just let that breathe there. I thought you were going to keep talking. <laughs> no, no, I'll let you have it. See, this is what happens. He, he lets me just ask all the questions, and then he tells me that I asked all the questions, and I didn't allow him to ask our guest any questions. This is the best thing about this format of podcast, right? You can talk as much as you want. You can kind of yeah. have a conversation. And what I want to talk about here is kind of some of the guys on your team, okay? Sure. Let's talk about some guys that might be maybe looking for that next step, looking for that college commitment. I mean... Sell the folks at home. Let's get into the salesman role here. Let's kind of talk about some of the guys that you can think of. We always talk about Dan Kay's highlighter players, right? right. The, we And those are the guys for me right? that stand out off the score sheet sometimes, right? Yep. The guy that – the best thing is a broadcaster when you're calling a game. There are certain guys that you don't need to see the number. You don't need to see the name. The first time you get them, we, we cover a different team every night. Yeah. We're always learning a new roster. Yep. It's never the same. We don't get the home broadcaster where we can learn and we can memorize and we can – but there's always that guy. Always that guy. And he, the moment you see him skate by, you go, yep, that's him. Who are those guys on this squad for San Diego? Who am I scouting? Who am I recruiting? Who's coming to my college and making a difference? So, yeah, I mean, I think we got a lot of them, you know. Um, you know, one of the guys that comes to mind is uh, number 16, Mott Lempiainen. And he's, uh, he might not always show up on the score sheet, yeah. but he's, uh, he's a pest to the other team. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, you know, so he's definitely one of the guys I put up there. Um, you know, I know he's looking to go to college next year. So, yeah. um, you know, then, you know, if you're looking for, you know, a little bit more score sheet guys, I'd say, you know, Adam Weedberg and uh, Weedberg's Ludwig a monster. We, yeah, we've got a gash in his lip right now, although he's glued up. So I think I saw that. I think I saw yeah. him walking by. He's glued up. He's glued up, yeah. They you didn't want to go with a staple? Uh, I had nothing to do with that. Maybe uh, just I a try to avoid medical things. I don't want that responsibility. But oh, I have a story <laughs> that is not safer. Where I, where I was, whew, my SID days back a long, long time ago. I am bad with anything medical, and I was the only person on site for a very bad injury. And <laughs> oh no! I got through it, <laughs> and let's just say I was. <laughs> Looked like the Kool-Aid man by the end of the, the incident. So, Everyone was okay, and that was the positive. So I'll, uh, our RPA announcer for our home games, he, uh, back in the WSHL, he took a trip up with the team new, uh, I think it was Seattle. Yeah. And uh, one of their guys got cut, he was telling me, and he ended up having to play doctor. They didn't have a trainer oh, on hand. So no, 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 no. He, uh, I forget if he said he stitched them or glued them up, but I know, I know he was putting the gloves on and, and <sighs> taking care of it, so... Philip Kuba walking through the building right now. Between he and I, over 100 NHL goals scored, which is pretty exciting for the two of us. Um, I, I don't know if I had the same success as he had. Uh, my NHL days were mostly just me running across rinks until they would kick me out of the arena. Well, it's about being a team, right? right. It's not. It is about, about being, being a team. team. Yeah, and that's what he was all about. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I would always team, say, yeah. you're my D partner, and he'd say, no, there is someone here that's in a uniform. You're just running across the ice. Get out of here. And I'd go, all right, see you later. <laughs> Well, Coach, I actually, I actually do have a, a, an interesting question for you because I think one of the things that we've gotten a chance to do is learn, as we say, learn a little bit more about some of these squads. But sometimes it does get a little regional with, with USPHL Nation being completely coast-to-coast -coast at this point, right? You get all the way up to Maine, all the way down to Florida, all the way out to California. Yep. What, how would you describe your team's style? Every team's got, got a style. Every region sure. seemingly has a style. What would you consider your team's sort of style to be, and, and how does that compare with the rest of your division? Yeah, so, I mean, I think, you know, in our division, it's, uh, it's, uh, I'd say it's a little bit more physical than it is out, mm -hmm. out here, at least in this New England area, um, from what I've seen Patrick so far, Ramsdale but... going out, but this guy, 12 games broadcast. 12 oh. games broadcast. Look at in, that. Or Champion. 11, 10, 12? How many was it? 11 games broadcast 
in basically two days. Champion right there. Still has a voice. I, I was Still gonna say, to how does he even have a voice? I've done three, <laughs> I've done three games and I'm losing my voice. Hey Patrick, safe travels. I sent you that email. Make sure you give it back to me. Yeah, that's how that's how we gotta make sure we get we gotta make sure we get compensated for all of our work when we do eleven <laughs> games in two days. Oh, I thought you were doing it for free. Oh, everything I do is for free. That's it. I am the worst negotiator of all time. I just negotiated for meals. That's it. As oh, long as I'm go. fed, I'm as long okay. As fed, I, mean, I just sleep under the rinks. Typical here, guy, right? As long as you feed us, we're good. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? You give me a steak, you give me some eggs. But then he never has time to eat, so it's right. kind of a so it's, oh, yeah, catch-22. Mess of that is bad negotiating on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. But Coaches to, want to say bye Yeah, though. no, to answer your question, Lucas, you know, I think uh, – you know, I definitely do think it is a little bit more physical on the on the West Coast there. So, um, you know, if I had to describe our game, I'd say, you know, we, we grind it out, you know, each and every game. That's what, you know, like I, like I said earlier, you know, I want our guys to pay attention to the to the details because they're, they're the ones that matter and going to help get them to that next level. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is. I think that's what we've seen today, right? And we saw it for a number of teams. It's it's a lot of skill for sure. But once that first hit happens, it starts to starts yeah. to kind of grow a little bit. And I I love that. I, I love the physical. I love the physicality. I love. I love how hard you guys play the game. I can't wait to see more hockey involving the Sabers. I can't wait to see more of the Pacific Division. We, you guys, got to take a trip out. out. There. Yeah. Well, I want to get out there. I mean, again, come out to San Diego. Sure, I'll come out to San Diego. My I sister know, we'll lives here. I got to come visit my sister. There we'll you go. come out there. I got a place to stay. Lucas and I'll stay with her. Yeah. There you go. And we'll come out and call the game. She's in. Uh, where's she at? Oh man, I forgot. Oceanside. Oh, oh, that's literally right next to our. She's our right. Well, there we that's go. That's literally the next town over. That's what I think she said. That I think she said I'm like five minutes from the San yeah. Diego Sabres. Yeah. I said, well, now I guess I got to come. Well, how come it. I haven't seen her at any games? That's what I want. Now, now I got to get her there. Yeah, I'm gonna, gotta I'm gonna send her out. We got to get the people into the crowd. Let's sell some tickets. I will tell you what. We will. We got to get this to happen because. We, we talked about it. We haven't gotten out to the Mountain or Pacific yet. You yeah. guys come into the league, and then all this craziness goes on. It's impossible to travel yeah. out. And we got like we talked to Kevin McCloskey about getting out to Utah, getting, yeah, out, to the, sure. getting out to the mountains, talking about Pueblo. Do you see what the Pueblo Bulls do with their home games? No, I don't They got a live bull. They bring a live bull out. They have asked me if I would ride the bull into the into Are you going to do it? Why not? <laughs> I mean, how many times are you going to get a chance to ride a bull in the yeah, ring? Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. I mean, I, I, I look at the way I dress. I, you could, I could pop out of a barrel right now and scare Yeah, I wouldn't people. wear that if you're, if you're going They're to ride the bull. They're probably going to come after you. Yeah, the bull might the come bull after might you. think yeah. that that, that yeah. is. He will be mic'd up for that yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, make I hope happen. so, yeah. That's that's probably probably I want to hear that. Just riding the bull onto the rink. So what we'll do, we'll ride the bull in the rink, and then let's keep riding the bull until we get to San Diego. Yeah, that sounds like a plan to me. Probably the best way to do it. You know, there has been a lot of talk in the last couple of years about riding a moose up to Maine to visit the Twin City Thunder. <laughs> yes. Now he's talking about hopping on top of a bull to go out to the mountains. I am. I feel like as travel director, Dan Kay does not have our best interests at heart forcing us to use these he's large still, animals to get around. He still picks on me. I'm the travel director. So I, I, we have our barnstorming tours, we call right. them, okay? So we try to go... To, for the business, we, we negotiate deals with everybody, and we go and we do games in chunks. So we I scheduled this very reasonable trip. Right. Okay, we started in South Jersey. Okay, we drove up to the New England Sports Center. Okay. That was a Tuesday. Drove back down for Wednesday to Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Thursday game in the mountains of Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Seems, seems fair. Where do you think we would go next? Be a car for a Friday night broadcast. Utica, maybe? Tampa Bay, Florida. 
Okay, you're doing an awful job. <laughs> so we went via car to Tampa Bay, Florida. Then Wait, you we took went, a car to Tampa? Yes. Yep. Then we went oh. to Fort Myers, Florida. Then we went to Estero, Florida. And where'd you go from there? Where'd you go next? Where do you think we go next? You, you're in I'm going to guess Florida. you went up to Maine or something at this point. <laughs> we went to Louisville, Kentucky, obviously. We called the game, <laughs> game in Louisville for the Louisville Cardinals. We ate some wings. Ate we some played wings. some golf. And obviously we went to Detroit, Michigan. Why not? Makes sense. And then back to Jersey. I think you have to do a better job of planning that out this time. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, Dan. Lucas called it the worst plan road trip. Bessie yeah. Lampin. This kid is absolutely filthy. You yeah. want to talk about a, good a little player. Want to talk about a, a Finland product who can finish the oh, puck into the back of the net? Come on. Boom. I could retire on that one. <laughs> yeah. That was, I see what you did there. I always, yeah. say. I always say Bessie lights the Lampin when he scores. I don't know. That's bad. He just got called up. Bad, he's gonna man. get. He's gonna get ten days with the uh, NCDC side that's of the Northern Cyclone. That's How what I heard. Is yeah, that? that's awesome. For that's him. exciting news. So, coach, we're getting towards the end here. I think Lucas, we're we're hitting time. Lucas always keeps me honest on my time. Okay. <laughs> so before we get there, though, I, I want to say I want to ask you the question I ask everybody to to kind of start getting to the wrap of this, and then you'll have your parting words. But before that, right. I'm a parent. I'm a player. I'm, I'm looking for my next place to play. We've talked about the, the area and why to go to the area. Yep. Now the organization itself. Why do I call the San Diego Sabres? Why do I don the Sabre emblem on my chest next year? I mean, you know, I think, uh, like I said earlier, we got some good things going. Um, we got a lot of great sponsors. I mean, our guys get fed a meal every day of the week, um, yep. you know, between strength and conditioning and practice. So, um, you know, we, we, we like to put the players first here at the Sabres and their development, and, you know, we try to try to do what we can to, to help them get there. This guy's so Keep good. Keep it simple. I, I mean, this guy's so good. the only thing I have to add here is is a perspective of getting to be on the bench a little bit. You know, we obviously <laughs> sit down, right. down there with you a little bit and getting to meet these guys, and 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 I think one of the things that struck me, Coach, was, was how...